Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. As we are going to start talking about the OC search here, again, the latest today, Kellen Moore interviewing with the Browns, um, you know, Chargers and former Cowboys play caller as well. There is some thought that he is in demand, that there's some other interviews he's kind of uh, peeping out there. Also, uh, Brian Johnson, formerly the Eagles, was earlier this week. There's about five or six names confirmed to have interviewed and some other names that could kind of be out there in the ether. But while we're kind of bringing up to the latest on the offensive uh, coordinator search, Joe Flacco was just on with uh, my buddy Zach Gelb on CBS Sports Radio Network. And you're saying, but no, Zach does the night show. No, no, he is now in afternoons and he had Joe on. And it's interesting. Like we've had a lot of people ask, like my biggest doubt on bringing back Joe Flacco is simply whether he's going to fit the offense next year and whether you can replicate that run with Joe. But like if 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 those are my concerns, honestly, guys, Joe endeared himself so much to Cleveland. It's tough to kind of quibble with that simply because that guy just feels like the kind of guy you want in your locker room, right, Dustin? Yeah, I mean, Joe's the guy you want to have around your teammates. Um, he's he's like a coach in that in that locker room. He's just an overall great dude. Well, and I think like. I just think it's almost like when we had like Juan Uribe here. I always, I, I always feel like I'm like super. I, I really pay a lot of attention to Major League Baseball clubhouse and like how guys fit together, because like I saw the impact of that when Juan Uribe was here and how he just helped unlock the career of Jose Ramirez. And even though like he Juan was I think cut in August of the year that you went to the World Series. It was him. It was Mike Napoli. It was all these veterans that really helped Tito build a championship culture that, that in that 2016 season. So, like, I look at Joe and I'm like, well, that's the kind of guy. It's a, it's like a coach on the field, and it's just it's just another good guy in the locker room. You can never have enough good, hardworking, smart football players in your locker room, right? Especially when you have that impact of of having a backup quarterback. But I think it's been interesting that one of the the concerns is, well, can you have Joe in the locker room with Deshaun? And, you know, how will Deshaun feel about that? Well, Joe actually talked about the reverse, which was Deshaun during that run, Deshaun's kind of rolled behind the scenes with the Cleveland Browns. Here's what he had to say. When Deshaun was around, it was great. I think even, you know, from afar watching it on TV when he wasn't in there playing and DJ was playing or Dorian was playing, I think he did a great job of, you know, of, of being excited for everything that was going on, even though he wasn't wasn't the guy at the moment. I still feel like he's not been in the league that long. And it's for him, it's just about staying healthy and getting back out there and getting a full season under his belt. So I think on one hand, you, you hear another kind of voice saying Deshaun was around, Deshaun was very happy. Deshaun did have good energy because people wondered about that, right? Like uh, there was the, well, it, why isn't he on the locker room thing when he was up in the lows after the surgery? There was all those kind of things. So I think like, listen, some of this is just Joe's really good at playing the media game. But I will say like, if if there was any doubt about the the relationship between Joe and Deshaun, 
and whether those two guys could coexist, it sure sounds like Joe went out of his way to praise Deshaun. And I think that that's one less question you would have about bringing Joe Flacco back. And that should make you feel good. I mean, if the, if you have any concerns about like Flacco v. Deshaun, will there be animosity or things like that? I just don't see it at all. Like, I think that Joe would understand his role. Like, Joe's a guy that was not even going to be back in the league six months ago. Mm-hmm. And now he's been given sort of a second lease on his career. Um, why would he not want to be, be back in Cleveland? Well, and I think it's also equal parts. Would Deshaun be threatened by Joe? And I, I'll be honest with if you. If he is, that's that's just disappointing. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I think sometimes, listen, I do think Deshaun comes into this season in a vulnerable position. And I, I don't know that. It seems like the Browns are are going to do everything they can to make it with Deshaun and, and to, to supercharge this thing around Deshaun this year. That's good. I don't know that Deshaun has outwardly expressed any sort of doubt or any sort of um, – I mean, he's there was frustration about the injury and everything, but I mean, like, you're looking for self-awareness in this kind of situation. Like, man, what are you going through? How's it feel? And I think some of what's happened since the – accusations some of what's happened since the lawsuits and the big is that Deshaun has not been as vulnerable with the media and we saw a couple a little bit of smattering last year in in training camp where had some real honest moments but like I think Deshaun does come into this season more vulnerable than he's ever been because now it's not well you haven't played football in in 700 days now it's are you gonna be able to stay healthy Mm mm-hmm now it's people doubting your ability to throw the ball, your, your throwing shoulder, and being able to get back to being the guy you were. You're another year removed from um, being the best version of yourself. But I would still be shocked if Deshaun was threatened by Joe. There's no way he could be threatened by Joe. Joe's 39 years old. And also, I, th- I think this is where, like, Joe could be his dad. No joke. No joke. I think what's interesting is, and we're going to get more into the Browns and Deshaun's relationship in a minute, but like, it it almost doesn't matter. Like I like, there's nothing that Joe could have done up in uh, uh, this side of winning the Super Bowl that would have made him a real threat to Deshaun because of the contract and because of how long the contract still is to go with three years to go. And by the way, you got some um, dead money on the back of the contract, all that kind of stuff. What what did uh, uh, Andrew Barry say? It's a 10-year. We view this as a 10-year thing. So, like, and then, by the way, Joe didn't do that. They lost in the first round. So, I almost imagine, like, in a way, it's the best thing that could have happened for Deshaun when he went out. They continued to win games. Joe stepped in got you to the playoffs, and then they immediately petered out in the playoffs. So, like, they won enough that he's not stepping into a culture that they're stepping back into a culture that needs elevated. But also, like, those dudes in that locker room saw what happened in the second half against Houston. I don't think Joe's the reason why you ultimately lost. I think it was the defense because the defense was going to be why you won. But, like, Joe is why that thing went from – uh, a two-score game to being an out-and-out ass-kicking because of the turnovers, because Joe kind of put too much on him. So I just think for for all the narratives out there about, well, can Joe and Deshaun coexist? 
does Joe really seem like a dude that's all that troubled by it? And 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 conversely, any of the things you've heard to Sean, does Sean really seem troubled by the idea? I, I haven't heard anything about that. And I think that just reinforces what we heard about uh, from Joe. It just reinforces the idea these two sides can work together. And I think the bigger question just becomes fit in the offense. And and what is that fit? I mean, we don't even know what the offense is going to look like next next year. I mean, we could have a whole new, completely revamped deal that looks nothing like we saw with Flacco at the end of the year mm-hmm. with Deshaun. I mean, they could hire Kellen Moore. They've got Tommy Reese coming in here. They've got some, some guys that uh, – um, on the horizon that really are innovative young young coordinators. Also, Joe talked about um, when, with his appearance with Zach Gelb just a, just a little bit ago here, talked about if he's willing to be a backup. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. In the case of this year, it was kind of done for me. I didn't have any opportunities, so it wasn't like I had to say no to anybody. I was at home. I was working out and waiting for a call. So I do think there is positives to sitting around this year. There was positives to being available when I was available as opposed to being locked down on another team. I think hopefully my opportunities will be a little bit different this year in terms of, you know, getting some calls here and there. I mean, you you never know. I'm going to have to assess each one of those for what it is and go from there. I think the road to Joe coming back to Cleveland is going to be a little bit longer than fans want. I think there's going to be some fans who want Joe to be the first thing you do is re-sign him and bring him back. I think it's going to make a lot of sense that the Browns and Joe let Joe explore his value. And I think I think there will be an offer, by the way, kind of a, hey, here's where we are, and if you don't the, get the anything The Browns else, may offer him, you know, minimum or like $2 bucks a year. I think, And I think that probably makes sense. I think you go to him and say, Here's a $4 million offer. We'll do the incentive thing again in case you come in. Yeah, we'll pay you 75 k a, a, a game. And a I win. think there's a – I don't think it's as simple as in the first two weeks if he doesn't get an offer, he'll accept the Browns offer. It That offer might wait until yep. July. I, I would like to have him in the building through the offseason. Um, I don't think it's that big of a priority. It may not be, but I'm saying if you're if he's going to come back, like I'd rather have him around in April in the summertime to to really help Deshaun and to help this offense. I mean, I I think given the 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 uh, the help everybody kind of thing, that's cool. I think Joe could be a free agent until the the first week of December. Or sorry, the first the first week of September. And then come on board at the last second if he wants to spend the whole summer just chilling out with his kids. And listen, he may want to do that. He may want to just be kind of chilling with his kids, like you said, and um, sign last second and, and go into a team. It's not like he needs training camp. I'm just saying I'd prefer to have him around here just because I think he's such a good leader and a uh, a good veteran presence that the team could really benefit from having him around. We'll have more from Joe Flacco on with Zach Gelb throughout today's show. But Joe Reedy, Associated Press in Los Angeles. We're talking about. Uh, we're talking with him about the Jim Harbaugh hire, and of course, Kellen Moore, who uh, has been interviewing with the Browns today for their opening at offensive coordinator. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.